You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number eight. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset, tools, and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go! Hey there, how are you? When is the last time you said no to someone else and yes to yourself? You know that time when you decided to prioritize your own needs and values, even if it meant ending a date early or saying no to an invitation because it came in the very last minute. Do you even remember that? Because if not, you will want to listen to this episode. Because today it's about people pleasing in dating what it is and why we do it and the consequences of doing it. And I will also share with you what happens when you decide to finally end the people-pleasing and get comfortable saying no, how this can build your self-trust and uplevel your sense of self-worth. And also, you'll want to listen to this part. I'm going to share with you the surprising paradox of how saying no can shift your energy and make you a more attractive and confident woman. And at the very end of the episode, I'll give you some inspiration to ways that you can say no that don't make you feel guilty or like you're a bad person, but more like a fun, flirty and confident woman. But before we get started on this, I just want to remind you of my freebie. Because I have a free guide on how to access your feminine energy in dating. And this is a 27 pages booklet that helps you find your own way into feminine energy so you can shift your dating life and start attracting the right man instead of wasting your time on the wrong guys. And also so you can enjoy the journey at the same time. And you can get this booklet by signing up on the link in the show notes or going to my website, lærkethelovecoach.com and lærke, this is L-A-E-R-K-E and then click on the link on the first page and you will have a possibility to sign up and then the booklet will be sent to you in your email. So, what is people-pleasing and how does it play out in dating? People-pleasing is basically when you agree to do something another person suggests, although you don't really like doing it, you don't feel like doing it, you don't enjoy it. And it could also be that you decide on your own to do something that you don't feel like, but because you think it's expected from you. So it can both be something you do as a response to someone's request and something you decide to do on your own. And when we people please, we choose to agree to do something that's against our desires and values. And we do that in order to avoid the discomfort of saying no and having to deal with any potential consequences of that. And this means that in the moment, we decide that it's a better strategy to sacrifice our own desires than to go against the other's request or suggestion. And not only do we make this decision, we also choose to keep it a secret that we didn't actually want to do the thing we just agreed to do. We pretend that it's okay. In fact, what we do is we lie to the other person and we put up a show to convince them that the lie is true. And then on top of that, we think we're doing the other person a favor. So I just wanted to notice what a big scam people-pleasing really is. People-pleasing is not being willing to be honest. 
And this is something we do out of fear that our honesty will bring us discomfort in the moment. Because when we say no to someone, their feelings are going to be hurt and that's going to make us feel bad. And then everyone feels bad and everyone suffers. So in dating, people pleasing could look like this. You are on a date and you agree to just make it a quick coffee date. But then the guy suggests that you also have lunch and you say yes and pretend it's okay. Although you know it's going to completely mess up your planning. And you already feel stressed and part of you is annoyed with yourself for saying yes and also for him even asking you. Or it could be that you're on a date with a man and he starts talking about his ex and not in a very kind way and he talks and talks and talks about her and you just see red flags all over the place and your instinct tells you to leave the date but you stay there and listen and let him go on and on. Or it could be that you are at a social event and there are lots of people and potentially someone you could end up going on a date with. And then a guy catches your attention and he starts telling you his whole life story and it seems to be never ending and you're not enjoying it. You want to get away from the conversation so you can talk to others, but you feel that it's impossible and it would be very impolite of you to do that. So you stay there and pretend to be interested. Or it could be the classic one that I think we all have tried. You are on a date with a man and you don't think it went very well. You're not really interested in seeing him again. But before you say goodbye, he tells you that he would love to see you again. And you say yes. Because you just can't get it over you to say no straight to his face. So when we talk about people pleasing, it's also important to understand the concept of boundaries. And a boundary is basically your personal limit for what you are open to in a relationship or a connection with another human being. It defines the things that you are not willing to experience with the other person at a given time. So it's not just a question of preferences, it's the things that you are not okay with. So this could for instance be going to his private home on the very first date, or accepting a last minute invitation after not having heard from him in three weeks, or it could be having long first dates that goes beyond one to two hours if this is what you have decided works for you. And you are the only person who's capable of saying where your boundaries are and sometimes we don't actually know them before someone steps over them. And when a boundary is violated, that means that someone is doing something to you that you are not okay with. And here you have the responsibility to say it. You have the responsibility to respond and to let the other person know that they just stepped over your boundary. You cannot expect other people to know your boundaries and especially not if they just violated a boundary of yours because that's a clear sign that they don't have the same perception of a situation as you do. Now this is not necessarily a problem. This will of course depend on what kind of boundary we're talking about and in particular also how they react when you tell them that you're not okay with this. Because when it's a man you are dating, we definitely want him to listen and respect your boundaries. So where a boundary is your personal limit and when it's violated is someone else who does something to you. Then people pleasing on the other hand is when you do something and we could say you do something to yourself because you voluntarily do something that you're not okay with and that you don't feel like doing. And in some cases this could mean that you also compromise your own boundaries but it's not always the case. So I'm going to give you some examples so it's more clear. A man that you are dating suggests that you go to a sports pub. You know this kind of pub where there are big TV screens showing football matches all over the place. 
And you might not be a big fan of this kind of pub. You'd rather go to a quiet and cozy cafe. But you say yes anyway. This is not a boundary that has been violated, because it's not really a boundary. It's just that you'd rather do something else. And also, he didn't do anything to you. He just suggested that. But when you then say yes to this, you are people-pleasing him. And you can do that on purpose. Sometimes we want to do this, but you want to be conscious about it and you want to know your reasons for doing it. So another example could be if a man that you are dating, he shows up surprisingly at your private home since he was just in the neighborhood. And you are not okay with that. You had other plans and you'd rather not have surprise dates. You also might not be ready to invite him to your private home yet. Then this is a boundary of yours that he is most likely unknowingly violating. And he might think that you would be pleasantly surprised. So he doesn't know that this is annoying to you. And you will have to communicate that. However, if you choose to pretend to be okay with him showing up out of the blue, because you like him and you feel bad about asking him to leave, then you are people-pleasing him. And at the same time, you are also compromising a boundary of yours. Now again, this is something you can decide to do and allow yourself to make a compromise, but you want to be conscious about it and you want to know your reasons for doing it. So why is it that we people please? Of course, first of all, as we know, the human brain is wired for connection. And back in the days where we lived in caves, we used to depend much more on social except for our survival. And it's still in our nature to seek validation and accept from other people even if we know today that of course we can survive without having everyone's accept. On top of that, we also have been socialized as women to be nice and be attentive of other people's needs and not say no, not disappoint or hurt other people. So we're not supposed to choose ourselves over others and we're also supposed to be willing to make compromises to make other people happy. And some might also have doubts whether it's reasonable or fair to say no. And this is coming from this misconception that you need other people to approve of your limits and desires, which is not true. You always have a right to say no. You don't have to explain or justify or negotiate a boundary. And you're also the only one who can say where your boundaries are. And then when it comes to dating, it can be especially challenging because if you're dating a man that you really like, you can feel that it's difficult to say no to things that he suggests because you worry that he will feel less interested in you, he will like you less, he will be less attracted to you, and maybe you fear that he will think you are difficult, and you want to be able to stretch to show him that you are not a showstopper, and that you are flexible, and someone who's easy and fun to be with. And of course, this is something you want to do to a certain extent, and it's a great thing to be curious, and willing to try new things, and open to whatever he suggests. But that doesn't mean you have to compromise your boundaries or pretend that you are okay if your instincts tell you to run as fast as you can in the other direction. Again, you are the only one who can feel your boundaries and it's really important that you listen to that and then you act accordingly. You have to be the first to see and respect yourself. And there's one more reason I've noticed to why we people please in dating and that's basically that we just don't know how to say no in a nice way. We don't know how to say no in a way that doesn't make us feel like we're a bad person and we're hurting the other person's feelings. But this problem is actually easy to fix because it's just a question of having some examples to look at 
and getting inspiration on how you can phrase it. So this is also why I'm going to give you some scripts at the end of this episode so you can use that for your own dating life. So what are the consequences of people-pleasing? So the immediate consequence is, of course, that when you agree to do something you don't like or that goes against your values, it creates discomfort for you in the situation and you prevent yourself from having a good experience. So in the moment, if it's on a date, for instance, you are not enjoying yourself as much as you could do and it's also difficult to be authentic because part of you has just lied about being okay doing the thing that you really don't want to do. And then afterwards, you might feel really annoyed with yourself for not having said no. And if this is something that happened repeatedly, then you start beating yourself up for not being able to say no. And this, of course, only gives you even more suffering. And then the long-term consequences. This is where I think it becomes very interesting because it's a bit of a paradox. Because you don't trust yourself to be able to say no and get yourself out of a situation that you don't like, you unconsciously avoid even getting into the situations where you could fall into people-pleasing behavior. Now, this could look like unconsciously sending out signals that you are not open to connect with people, for instance, at a social event. So a man could notice you and want to initiate contact, but on some level, your facial expression or your body language tells him that you are not really open to that, so he doesn't feel inspired to approach you. It could also look like being more closed off on a date because you feel that if you're too open and inviting, it might lead him to take the next step and go forward too fast and then you are no longer safe because you don't trust yourself to get yourself out of the situation and be able to say no. In other words, you constantly have your guards up and this of course signals to him that you rather he keep a distance and not come too close. And like this, what started out as people-pleasing, it turns into people-avoiding. And this is a bit of a paradox because the reason you did the people-pleasing to begin with was, of course, to make them like you. So, it's important to understand that even this, this is very counterproductive, it totally makes sense. There's nothing wrong with you if this is you. You have a human brain and the wiring made you fall into the trap of people-pleasing only to then respond by pulling yourself back and protecting yourself. It's a bit like you have been unsafe because you gave away all your energy when people came and asked for it, and then you built a wall around yourself for protection. But what you really want to do instead is to have a door, because a door is something you can open and close. And this leads me to all the amazing and awesome benefits you get once you learn to be comfortable saying no. Because first of all, you create emotional safety for yourself. When you know that you will always be able to say no when something doesn't feel right, even if it means choosing your own needs over others, what happens then is that you build unconditional self-trust. And by the way, the man who is right for you, he will respect your boundaries and he will want to know what you like and don't like. He will want you to be honest with him and say no when something doesn't work for you just as you most likely want him to do the same. It's really important that you listen to yourself and respond according to what you feel. And this is important in all areas of life, but especially in dating, because it will allow you to not only see the red flags, but also react to them. Whether that means ending a date or stop seeing someone who might be very attractive, but at the same time is also someone who constantly cancels dates with you 
or invite you in the very last minute or something else that doesn't work for you. And of course, when you have this unconditional self-trust to say no, you also can feel more free. You can allow yourself to be fully present with people. You don't need to have your guards up and you can allow a man to approach you and start a conversation without being nervous that now you are stuck with him for the next one and a half hour. So, ironically enough, when you learn how to say no, you shift your energy and become more approachable. You give off a more inviting and warm energy, and what happens is you become more attractive. In fact, saying no is very attractive, because it shows that you are a woman with standards. You know what you want and what you don't want, and you also become more authentic when you don't say yes to everything but instead show him who you really are and not the pleasing version of you. Think about this. Do you think your kind of man wants a woman who says yes to everything? Of course not, and he will respect you more and value you more, and your yes will mean a lot more to him when he knows you don't give it just any time to anyone. And I have seen this again and again with women who learn to set their boundaries and start trusting themselves to say no. All of a sudden, they meet an amazing man. It's almost like magic. They shift their energy. They become more confident and they also free up a lot of the time from no longer going on dates or chatting with men that are not aligned with their standards. By being more selective and stating their boundaries and prioritizing themselves, they upgrade their self-concept. They deepen their self-worth. And this is an energy that a man can feel. So now you probably wonder, how can you start working on this in your own dating life? And I promise you some guidance on how to stop people pleasing, how to say no in a way that doesn't make you feel like you are a really bad person. So normally as a coach, I don't tell people exactly what to say and what to do in specific situations. But I have found it to be very helpful to give some examples of ways you could phrase a no and ways you could state a boundary simply because... This is sometimes exactly what you need to do it. You need to see that it's possible to phrase it in a way that feels aligned for you and where you can feel okay saying it. So I'm going to give you a few ideas for inspiration now. So first of all, if you are saying no to the suggestion, but not to the man, I proudly present to you here the sandwich method. And I made that name up myself. I think it's useful to remember it. So the principle here is that you put the no in the middle of a sandwich and then you layer it with two positive statements. And what you want to do is you want to start by saying something positive like I'm flattered by your suggestion or part of me wants to say yes or I really appreciate this initiative. And then the next layer, that is your no and this is where you can say I'm not ready for this or this is not something for me, I don't feel okay doing this. And then the final layer, again, a positive one. And here you could say, however, this is what I would love to do instead. So I'm going to give you a few examples of that. A man that you met online, he invites you for dinner on your very first date. And you are not open to spending the whole evening with him as you have no idea if the connection is good when you are in front of each other in person. But you also feel flattered that he took the initiative to organize this. So here's what you could say. I really appreciate your invitation and I love that you thought about this. But I have to say I'm not comfortable with long first dates. However, I would love to meet up for coffee. Another example could be, you are on a date and he follows you home and he asks you then if he can come with you inside. 
And we both know what that most likely means, and you are not ready for that right now. So here's what you can say. Part of me is tempted to say yes because I find you very attractive. But I also know I want to take it slow, especially with someone I really like. However, I would love to see you again next week. Can you see how you elegantly say no to the suggestion but yes to the man? You keep the door open and you also tell him that you have standards and you are not saying yes to everything. Another way you can say no to a suggestion that you are not open for right now but you might be ready for in the future, such as spending a whole day together or going to his private home, is to use this idea. And this one is not mine. I don't remember who said it, but I really like it. So here it goes. I think you might have me confused with a future version of me who knows you much better or who has been dating you for three to four months or who is in a committed relationship with you, depending on, of course, what it is that he suggests. Now, this is a fun way to tell him that you are open to his suggestions later on, but you need to get to know him more. He hasn't really earned his right yet to do whatever it is he suggests. So you're keeping the door open and you're telling him that in the future, this could be a possibility. But if you don't want to say no in a flirty or fun way, and this could easily be the case if you don't want to see the man again, and you definitely want to say no to the person, then just focus on making it clear. Don't keep the door half open. Don't leave them hanging in a false hope. Think of how you would want someone to say no to you. And even if you don't like the other person, then don't think about what he deserves or doesn't deserve. Choose to think about who you want to be in dating and how you want to give a rejection that feels aligned with you. And you can still be kind, of course. You can say, you know what, I really have enjoyed meeting you, but I'm just not feeling a romantic connection here. Or simply, I'm not really feeling it. And, of course, end it with, I wish you the best of luck. Another example could be if you're mingling at a social event and you want to stop talking to the person in front of you and start connecting with someone else. What you could say is just, I would love to chat more another time, but there are so many people here that I want to say hi to. So these were some examples of how you can phrase a polite and clear no and stop the people pleasing so you can feel safe to go out there and connect with men that you meet without fearing that now you're going to be trapped in endless and draining people pleasing. And there's of course many other situations where you want to decide on a boundary or say no to something and finding ways to phrase it that feels aligned with you can actually help a lot. It can be exactly what you need to take the next step. And this is some of the things I work with my private clients on, learning how to communicate standards and boundaries and how to stay true to your values and desires so you can attract the man who is perfect for you and where you don't have to compromise yourself. And if this is something you want support on, then go to the link in my show notes or go to my website, lagerthelovecoach.com and book a free consultation call because then we can talk about what you find challenging in dating and I can tell you how I can help you and what it would look like to work with me. So I hope this was useful and I want to invite you to get really honest with yourself and the men that you are dating and then you will see what a powerful win-win this is for yourself and your love life. And I'll be back in a week again. And until then, I want you to go out there and say no to what's not serving you. And a big fat yes to what is. And to yourself, of course. So have fun and enjoy dating. 
If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free consult call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe. And I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you'll also help other women find it. 